Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light and live from Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street in Dayton. Stop by after the game for delicious food and 24 beers on tap. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Bud Light. Here's to the beer you can always count on. And by Flyer Spirit, the university-owned student staff destination for Dayton Flyers gear. Hashtag Flyer Spirit. Call in with your comments or questions, 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now, here's your host, John Bedell. Hey, everybody. Welcome into Flanagan's Pub for the first time tonight. Welcome to Flyers Therapy Wednesday. Welcome to a contractually obligated edition of Flyer Feedback. Not sure I want to talk about this one for 40 minutes. I don't, I don't know if you want to either, yeah, Flyers gonna, fans. But yeah, we're going to run out of we're stuff to get, talk about. We're going to get through this one together. Dayton the loser, 67-63. So much frustration and gnashing of teeth on Dayton Twitter right now. It's on fire. Burning to the ground. Uh, you know, as I said in the Bud Light postgame show, Keith, this is not – It's a. it's a – I don't know if we, I think good's a stretch. It's a decent George Mason team, and they are they have found their stride after falling all the way the hell on their faces yeah. out of the gate. Um, losing to Penn and American and Georgia Th- Southern right away. They've also lost to – they've tested themselves in the non-com, but they've lost to UC, to Baylor, to Kansas State, and so far they have only lost to Davidson in A-10 play. And this Wildcat squad is certainly looking again to be a feisty one in the conference. Um, but, as I also mentioned in the Bud Light postgame show, if you're the Dayton Flyers and you want to get serious about A-10 titles, uh, this is a game that you have to win at home. You cannot drop this game to the George Mason Patriots at home. If this is in Fairfax, if they go there and drop 67-63 and don't score a bucket, or not even a bucket, any points whatsoever in the final 258 after being up 63-60 and they again don't close a game I'm not really batting an eye at a loss like this at Fairfax but at home you got to take care of business Keith and the Dayton the Dayton Flyers just did not do that tonight yeah and, and I think we talked pretty extensively about that before Anthony came out and the thing I like about what he said is and we're all frustrated fans are frustrated Twitter's frustrated we're all frustrated with the loss and um, it's aggravating that's one of the great things about sports, though, and that's, that's, why, that's why you play. Um, but the thing that Anthony said that I liked is, uh, again, it's a learning experience. So they have to learn what they're doing, what they did, and how to not repeat it. All right? So you've seen what can happen. If you underestimate a team, you come out one of these games, and you're lethargic, and you're not shooting the ball well. It's a really bad combo. So – Notice what's going on, what's leading up to that, and that way you can cut it off from happening at the first sign of that being a, a possibility of it being a game that goes that way. But I also heard the frustration in his voice of saying when Larry asked him about learning the importance of every possession because you had a lot of shots you just missed tonight. Right. You could hear the frustration in Anthony's voice when he said, look, it's a lesson that we, we keep learning and learning and yeah. learning and learning. And at some point, you know, you gotta make shots. You've, you just gotta make shots. And yeah, you've got to start doing something about it. Yeah, and I and like I said, he's he's as frustrated as everybody else is. And there's you know, it's it falls a lot on the guys too. To you, you get say you practice two hours a day. Well, what, when you're in practice, you're not always getting up a ton of shots. I mean, there's you're warming up, you're stretching out, you're doing uh, a little bit of up and down, uh, different drills. You're working on offense, you're working on defense. You don't get a ton of just 
repetition. And guys that are just dead-eye shooters that make everything are guys that go into the gym every single day, before practice, after practice, between classes in the morning. You know, the gym's right there on campus. Go in there between classes and get shots up for 15 minutes, for 20 minutes, right? And, and you've got to get that feel back, and, and you've got to do it over and over and over, you know, muscle memory. And the guys that do that end up making their shots. And I don't know if we just didn't have the opportunity. I don't know if the guys are not motivated. I, I don't know if they're in or, or, or they're out, or maybe they are, and they just had an off night. Hopefully, hopefully it's no more than a case of we had a really bad night. And, you know, ultimately, if you hold a team to under 70 points, that's usually the threshold of being pretty good. Um, you know, even with a couple of fouls down the end where we, where we put them on the line, you know, I, I thought it was a good defensive effort. Um, but it just it, it wasn't enough to overcome our offensive shortcomings on yeah. the other end. And you got to get over now because just ask our friends, uh, the Richmond Rams, don't lose to Fordham. People don't forget that. So you got to rebound, Keith, and you can't let – the Patriots beat you twice this week. Four five seven twelve ninety is the number. Flyers fans, you can call us up and give us your hot take. Boy, we've had some scorchers this year. Uh, or you can just vent. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. It's your show. You can, well, it's our show. But yeah, you know, you know, what I'm getting. <laughs> you can at. participate. Dick in Cincinnati. <laughs> what's on your mind tonight here on Flyer Feedback? Well, we lost Dick. How about Scott in Cincinnati? Scott, what's on your mind tonight? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tough loss, man. Um, you know, from a coaching perspective, would it be feasible to think about bringing on Shooter from Hickory High School to maybe drop a timeout play? Because that seems to be our Achilles heel in the last couple of games. Drawing plays about the timeout. Thanks for the call, Scott. Really appreciate it. Well, you know, I, I think Scott wants to draw plays. He's, uh, I'm sure he's available for a nominal consultant fee. Right, right. No, I, I, I think you have to, at that point, I said it earlier, you got to give George Mason credit because they defended it well. And we talked about it uh, off air a little bit, too, yeah. about what happened in that play. You know, teams can, can play that two separate ways. You can guard heavy at the three and don't give up the shot that's going to beat you, or you can protect the paint and say you're gonna, you haven't been making shots all night, you're going to beat me from out there. Right, and I'm not going to give up the one that's going to tie it um, to to the home team. And George Mason did an outstanding job of cutting off Obi at the rim, yep. and then they cut off Cunningham getting anything going on the pick and roll. They cut off Mike Sell going to the rim, and we made them settle for a, dra- a deep Jalen Crutcher three. Who you know we struggled from outside, and they defended it well. And you got to give them credit for that. I think when you have a play that's got four options, yeah. uh, you know our guys executed it well but again you got to give mason credit for plugging the plug in the lanes uh plugging the paint and forcing us into that last shot from deep yeah and to combine what you said with with what anthony said keith you know when he laid out when larry asked him what were the options one obi at the rim no go two jalen at the top no go three ryan mike's all running downhill at the rim well got that but then got shut off in the paint had to kick it out to jail and they had to settle. Right. So as you and I were talking in the break, basically what I said was George Mason, they just turned off they, they just turned Dayton, Dayton's water right. off. They took away everything they wanted to do. And defensively, Keith, they just shut the water right off. They did. And and you know, believe it or not, coaches, especially high division one level college coaches, think of situations like this that might come up in games where we're down, we need a buck bucket at the end. So 
Anthony Grant didn't just call timeout and say, ooh, I need a little bit more time, but let's go to the other side. This is something that they do in practice. This is a, this is a play. This is an end of the game, end of a shot clock play when we desperately need a basket that they've worked on before. So, like I said, you've got to give Mason credit for cutting it off. The same thing that, you know, you have, you, you have last-second plays drawn up that you, that you work on and shoot around, that you work on in practice. If you've got to go the full length of the floor – in three seconds, in four seconds, in five seconds, something like that. Whether you need a two, whether you need a three. Underneath out of bounds, if you need a two or if you need a three and you're down, or if you're up one, if you're down one, whatever. You work on these situations. And, um, you know, I th- so when their guys are sitting there in a huddle, it's not like they have to pay extra special, extra focus because this is a new play that's just being drawn up. They've been through this before. It's a reminder, here's where we are, here's going, who's going where. These are our looks. Okay, let's go execute. Unfortunately, we missed the shot. Dayton missed a whole hell of a lot of shots tonight. Adds up to a loss, 67-63. George Mason, John Bedell, former Flyer, Keith Walskowski, and you here for Flyer Feedback. It continues on the other side, live from Flanagan's, right here on the home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 9.30. I'm John Tisdale with the three big things you need to know this hour. Students at Wilberforce University had to relocate after a pipe burst this morning in a, in a dorm. Wright State faculty members spent their second day on the picket line. In our top story, the battle between the House Speaker and President Trump continues with Nancy Pelosi uninviting the President to the House Chambers for the State of the Union speech. With colder temperatures bringing the chance of snow and ice, I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Not WHIO, triple team traffic. A cruise on scene of a crash in Miamisburg. It's on State Route 725, right under the I-75 overpass. Report of a tree down in Dayton. It's on McCall Street and South Gettysburg Avenue. Watch for delays if you're going to be traveling on uh, northbound on uh, Edwin C. Moses Boulevard if you're coming home from tonight's uh, UD basketball game. And if you're traveling northbound 75 coming from Edwin C. Moses Boulevard, that 10-mile drive to I-70 will take about 10 minutes. Our top story, the battle over President Trump's State of the Union address came down the letters going back and forth from the White House to Capitol Hill today. But Speaker Nancy Pelosi told the president she doesn't think that is a good idea. Since government is shut down, we do not, let's, let's work together on a mutually agreeable date when we can welcome you to the Capitol to get over the State of the Union address. As for reopening the government, the Senate's due to vote Thursday on two different proposals. Fox's Mike Emanuel with team coverage. President Trump expressed his frustration this afternoon when he was speaking to reporters on the decision that Speaker that Speaker Pelosi made in blocking him from giving the State of the Union address next week before Congress. Nancy Pelosi, or Nancy as I call her, she doesn't want to hear the truth and she doesn't want to hear, more importantly, the American people hear the truth. Pelosi says again she will not schedule the speech until the government is fully funded. Well, we saw highs in the 50s with a lot of rain today. We've seen plenty of rain throughout the last 24 hours. Most of the Miami Valley in the range of a half inch to one inch of rain. Add that on top of the melted snow, and we could see some isolated areas dealing with some flooding overnight. At Storm Center 7 meteorologist Jesse Mackey will be back with a full forecast in just seconds. Today at Wright State, faculty union members spent their second day on the picket line. The group took questions from students Wednesday afternoon and offered to mediate their own negotiations between the faculty union and Wright State leadership. WHIO's Kate Bartley talking about the Student Government Association taking questions from students about the strike. Uh, she tells us that there has been no communication between the union and the university since the strike began. 
With local news every 15 minutes, this is WHIO Continuing News. And now to a story that we've been following since last night. Deputies are working to find out what led to two young women to walk in in the middle of North Main Street before they were both hit by a car. The coroner's office has confirmed the name of the person that died, a 17-year-old Diamond Wright. Officials here at the Montgomery County Coroner's Office have not yet released the results of Diamond Wright's autopsy. Meanwhile, sheriff's investigators say they continue to look for the drivers. WHO's Mike Campbell with team coverage. Now the most accurate and dependable forecast, your Storm Center 7 meteorologist, Jesse Mag. Colder temperatures moving back into the Miami Valley. Any lingering precipitation could come in the form of snow showers up until about the midnight hour. We're dropping down to a low of 23 degrees and lifting to a high of 29 on Thursday. Mostly cloudy skies expected. Much colder air moving in on Thursday night. Low temperatures by Friday morning down to 6 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Latest scan of live Doppler 7 radar. We are seeing some mixed precipitation moving into the area. We're seeing that mainly north of Dayton in uh, portions of Miami and western Champaign County. Seeing that just to the east of Troy in Miami County. Rain showers pretty much moving moving out of the Dayton area pretty much into portions of all over Green, Clark, and Champaign and Logan counties. Currently we've got uh, 36 degrees in Urbana, 34 degrees in Springfield, 34 degrees in Dayton at 934. I'm John Tisdale. WHIO Continuing News. Attention light beer drinkers. A message from Bud Light. You've gone far too long without knowing what ingredients are in your beer. And that's a shame because beer is pretty great, especially when it's made with great stuff. And Bud Light is made with the best stuff around, which is why, beginning in February, Bud Light is putting an ingredients label on our packaging because it's the right thing to do. And because you deserve to know your beer's ingredients. Enjoy responsibly Bud Light Beer ABC in Lewis, Missouri. Trust doesn't come easy. It's earned with gentle compassion. It's built through hard work and strengthened by tireless dedication. At Kettering Health Network, we feel the weight of your trust and we honor it by dedicating our every resource into every patient every single day. When minutes matter, it matters where you place your trust. Visit one of Kettering Health Network's 11 emergency centers and trust your care to us. I'm Ginny Cosolo with your Fox Business Network tax tip. Beware of tax porch pirates after this. Welcome to Fox Nation, an exclusive streaming service designed for the Fox News superfan. It's members-only content you won't see anywhere else. Fox Nation is live, so start your free trial at foxnation.com today. Fox Nation, opinion done right. It's tax time. Make sure your mailbox is locked or someone is picking up your tax documents. Adam Levin, founder of CyberScout, says protect your information. Scammers and hackers and identity thieves actually float through neighborhoods looking for mailboxes that aren't locked and looking at the mail in those mailboxes to see if any tax information is being provided to the taxpayer because if it is, they will steal it. Levin says they're looking to file a false return using your ID. Ginny Cosola, Fox News. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now at 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, everybody. 
Welcome back to Flanagan's Pub, where we're dealing with some of you Flyer fans. We're also dealing with some of the assistant coaches Anthony Grant chose not to hire. <laughs> Everybody's got the answers after a loss. Scott, the check's in the mail. You're the new out-of-bounds play consultant. 457-1290 is the number, or you can join us at the Bud Light Mike, where we go right now to Leslie from Ideal Travel. I'm here for my contractually obligated commercial during your show tonight. We appreciate you helping to pay some of the bills, Leslie. Thank my, you. My check doesn't bounce, yeah. so. <laughs> good, good. As promised, I said on this show I was going to reveal for the first time on radio about Maui Invitational Travel. We have got a great package, including round-trip air out of Dayton, seven nights lodging accommodations at Lahaina Shores Beach Resort, Studio Mountain condo units. You can upgrade to something more fancy if you like. We've got the way to make that happen. An intermediate rental car. Prices starting at $23.25 per person based on double occupancy. Those rates include your taxes. What do they not include? Your basketball tickets. We can talk about that on the phone or via email. There's special ways to work that. But we're all about the travel to get you to Maui for Thanksgiving. And hopefully you'll get to catch a little Flyers basketball and maybe a couple of wins in Maui. You can give me a call at 223-7447. If you didn't get an email about the information for the trip, you can shoot me an email at flyerfans, that's plural, flyerfans at sbcglobal.net. Brighter days are coming, Flyers, and lots of sun in Maui in November. Go Flyers. Thank you, Leslie. Maui sounds really good right by now, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. You went there, what, once? Twice. Twice in your career? Twice, yeah. My, first, my second Maui freshman year good. and my senior year. Okay. My wife and I honeymooned to Maui, and we, we went by the Lahaina Civic Center. <laughs> it was just as unimpressive as Larry promised it would be, <laughs> but I still wanted to check it out. Yeah, it's a high school gym is uh, what it is. Yeah, spent a lot of time in uh, McKenna and Kihei, and uh, then we moved up to north, what is it, northwest Maui, where uh, Lahaina and Kanapali is uh, for the second half. and just uh, Maui sounds really good right now with this weather. And uh, it has me feeling all nostalgic. Yeah, yeah, those were good times. It's a good time. There are a few better places to be on earth than uh, Maui. Hey, back to the phone lines, 457-1290. Dick is in Cincinnati. Dick, what do you want to talk about tonight? Hi, John. How are you? Hi, Keith. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Well, you know, you guys sort of said it, John and Keith. uh, It's a frustrating loss, and they got to, I think, start learning how to, you know, get the game controlled. You know, it just was frustrating, but uh, I think they can come back from this, but it's just, you know, they had their chances. It's just so frustrating, you know. It certainly is, and we thank you for the call, Dick, here on Flyer Feedback. Yeah, it is frustrating, Keith, because, uh, you know, you just don't want to lose to a George Mason team uh, at home. I'm not discrediting, you know. Mason, look, hey, they're 6-1 in A-10 play right now. And they are right on St. Louis's heels for first place in the conference. And as we mentioned, look, they, they Mason is a program that has had pie in the sky expectations, Keith, this year because they have had they do have everybody back from last year's team. Um, you got, I think, a guy who was making a case in Justin Kyer uh, as an All A Ten um, Player of the Year. I, I, I mean, not not just All A Ten, the Player of the Year. He's putting together quite a campaign. He leads. He's tops in the A-10 during conference play and scoring with 19-7 a game coming into tonight. Um, but you know, if you're if you're wanting to talk A-10 title, you gotta you gotta take care of this Mason team at home, and they didn't. But you know, is it time to? I don't know. At four and two, do you? Just, I don't know if you don't change expectations, but you just is it? You know, they are who they thought they are who we thought they were. Uh, yeah. the Flyers. They just they just can't close these kind of games, Keith. These close games just yet. 
Yeah. I mean, it, we're 18, uh, 19 games in now, and the Tiger doesn't change his stripes at this point. The, the, you, you know what? It's right. And, and I think everybody's frustrated. We've talked about that, and, and rightfully so. But, again, like I said, that's, that's sports. Um, you know, the other side of it is, too, we're getting into the point of the season where we only have eight guys on the team, and – Seven of them play. I mean, they these guys are jelly again with no yeah. minutes tonight, and it's yeah. that's a lot of minutes on those legs. And like I said, you're playing a double overtime game. You got to turn around, come right back in your middle when you're in conference and you're playing every Wednesday and then every Saturday. You know, it, it starts to add up, right? It starts to pile up. You start to get tired, um, and so you have less time during practice to get done what you need to get done while still maintaining your your health and fitness level, so you can come out during the games when it matters. And and yeah, it was frustrating tonight. Um, and you know, I think. Ultimately, you, you don't want to be in a situation where you're at the end of the season, go into the A-10 tournament, and you come up a game short and say, you know, man, if we would have won that George Mason game at home that we should have won, we would have had a bye through the first round of the tournament. Instead, we got to play, uh, we got to play four games if we want to win a championship. So, it's, uh, yeah, it's tough right now, but they, you know, immediately got to turn focus. I guarantee you they... They watched the film of this game, learned what they did wrong, Other, if it was more than just missing shots, uh, which they did a lot of. And they're going to turn around and they got to put all of their focus on to beating Fordham. Don't lose to Fordham. Yeah, not, not worrying about anything. There's nothing you can do about this George Mason loss right now or for the rest of the season. You can use it as motivation when we play him again. But ultimately, you gotta you got to go out and your focus has to be, let's go beat Fordham. Let's yeah. not replicate what we had happen here. Uh, you know, let's not let's not lay another egg. We got a game to go win, and let's get right back on track. Yeah, the Bud Light mic is available if you're joining us here at Flanagan tonight. Jeff and Dayton. Hey guys, and uh, you mentioned earlier with the defense. I, I have no no frustration with the defense. We you know we played played them fairly well, um, but we we can't go five for nine from the free throw line. Um, you know, missing the front end of one and ones late in the game. You know, that's just a killer when you have a chance where you can go up there, you can tie the game at the free throw line, and then you miss the the front end, and suddenly it's an empty possession. You know, and uh, and with this team, when we're settling for 27 three-point shots, we're not helping ourselves get to the line either. No, and it was it was a game where. They let the guys play. They let the players decide the game. The refs didn't have any interest in deciding the game, which was good. That's how it. That's how it should be. And you know, I think in a game like this, that usually would favor us because I don't think we shoot the ball that great from the free throw line. Obviously, uh, you know, the free throw was uh, the free throw line was staying uh, along the same lines as the three point shooting and the uh, and the inside shooting, where just nothing was going for us tonight. So, uh, you know, hopefully we get a practice tomorrow, get a lot of shots up, get the feel back and the flow back, and. Uh, can move on to New York. Yeah, Dayton was eight and one at home. They're now uh, eight and two on the year at UD Arena. Still not a bad mark, but this is one that you, like I've said, you just you would have liked to have this one at home. And it, yep. it, you know, standings wise, it, it might end up costing you because this is one that you can't get back. And there's a big difference between at this point, Keith four and two and five and one if you're able to have this George Mason Patriots. But you know, like I said, kudos to George Mason. This was an ugly game that they just they fought it out. Uh, it was a rock fight at times, and they just you know able to pull it out. And there, I mean, there. They're fulfilling, I think, at this point of the season, you know, even though 12-8 and eight overall is nothing that's going to knock your socks off and certainly they, you know, don't really have any resume wins, but they've been lighting it up in terms of conference play, and I think, Keith, they've, they've squarely got an A-10 title on their minds, and in the standings, they're right there. I mean, 6-1, and one, they're only, what, a half game back from St. Louis if the Billikens win tonight, one back in the loss column. I mean, 
Yeah, there's, not too there's, bad. I mean, that's I think that's where Mason thought they were going to be at this point of the season, at least in eight in the eight ten standings before the season even started. Yeah, you're absolutely right. There's nobody that's running away with the league right now, and, and just given how everything's set up, you know, there's going to be multiple teams that got a shot. Uh, yeah. You know, coming down to the last game of the season, somebody's going to have to get a win, or somebody's going to have to avoid a loss to win a championship. It's not going to be decided early. Back to the phone lines four five seven twelve ninety is the number. John is in Cincinnati. John, what's on your mind tonight? Oh, man, how you guys doing? I wish I was in Maui having a beer after this one. Jeez. Um, so, I, Jeff kind of said it, or stole my thunder a little bit. I thought that, um, you know, this, again, is another team with this team. If we make foul shots, uh, I guess, number one, obviously, you know, we win the game. Um but, you know, the other thing, you know, obviously killed us was turnovers. I think I thought we ended up with, like, 14 turnovers. And I don't know if you have a stat on points off of turnovers, but, again, even if we could, you know, if we had cut those in half, I'm, you know, my assumption is we win that game. Um, the, the other thing that, and, again, like to hear your, your comment on it, um, is, it seems like this team doesn't do a, a real great job. I don't know, a weak, weak side defense or helping defense. Um, uh, that number four, I can't remember his name, just did a great job with penetration and, you know, hitting, hitting the shot um, underneath. Um, and, you know, I have to give Mason credit, too. I mean, they, they really didn't crack. I, I thought they would there down at the end when, you know, all of us were just yelling and screaming but uh, they, they really for the most part held their composure so you know you have to give them a little credit but uh, I don't know thoughts on the turnovers foul shots and defense yeah they turned the ball over 15 times the Flyers did John you mentioned number four that's Otis Livingston he is uh, easily one of the best players in the conference he dropped 29 on Dayton last year and he's got a couple game-winning threes under his belt uh, in his career against Fordham just last week actually against St. Joe's last year, so uh, he's a dude, as the kids say these days. Between him and and uh, Kyer, they've got a they've got quite a one-two punch there, Keith. The the Patriots do with Livingston and, and Kyer, and a kid in Kyer, as I mentioned, he's he's putting together an A10 season that that has got to put his name squarely in the mix for not just A10 first team, but Player of the Year in the A10. Yeah, absolutely, and, and you know. Turnovers has, has been something that they've uh, that they've struggled with this year, that we've struggled with this year, um, and, and not just that, but the timing of them and some of, they're just some of them are avoidable, you know, not because we're trying to do too much, um, but some of them are just you know dumb passes where we're not looking, we throw right into some other guy's hands, or we you know we're we're just giving up the ball too easily. Uh, so again, something that can be that can be uh, combated with a little bit of focus, but you know at the same time. Guys are going to start getting tired, and they're going to start getting more tired when we're only playing seven guys, uh, you know, as many minutes as we are. That, those minutes are going to add up, so uh, we might have to mix in a few spa days there. <laughs> take, them, take them to the Turkish bath and relax a little bit, get our legs back under us on the way back out to, on the uh, way out to New York. Bud Light Mike, new face there. What's your name? Where are you from? Patrick from Centerville. Patrick from Centerville. What's on your mind, Patrick? So, uh, first time Bud Light Micer, long time listener. Oh, thank you. First time Flanaganer, actually. All right. There um, you go. Welcome. But uh, we were talking about earlier, you know, the guys are tired, two-time overtime and long travel back. You know, why don't we try to mix it up a little bit and get a little boost under our, our seats and maybe press a little bit. And I'm not talking about, like, the inbound press. I'm talking about full court, 
You know, just, just go for it, press, try to get some turnovers, control the tempo of the game. The, that's, you know, again, I think that's pretty tough. That's, that's one way. Sometimes on a, on a night like tonight, if you don't have a lot of effort, you can just kind of say, uh, like you said, hey, let's go press and force them to, force them to wake up because you'll just absolutely get exposed. Uh, but that's the other side of it. If you're, if you're not into it, then you'll get really exposed and you'll give up easy baskets against the press. Um, I think we went to just a little bit of a token press, just a little bit of pressure, make them use a little bit of shot clock, bringing the ball up the court, which kind of disrupts offense a little bit. Uh, we did that in the, in the first half. Um, but, again, with only seven guys and as many minutes as they have, sometimes you'll just they'll get really tired really quick, and uh, it's difficult to be as effective as you want to with a press if you're doing something like that. Um, but again, I don't know. I don't know what they're if they thought about it, if they talked it, if they just didn't like it. You know, I thought this George Mason team was pretty quick uh, and handled the ball really well, and they definitely stretched us on defense. Um, so maybe it was looked at it as a team that was going to be difficult to press and be effective against us. Thank you, Patrick. Appreciate the appreciate the question. Dating the loser tonight, 67-63 to the George Mason Patriots. They dropped to 12 and seven and four and two in a 10 play. John Bedell. Former Flyer and UD Hall of Famer Keith Walskowski and you here for Flyer Feedback. It continues live from Flanagan's on the other side right here on the home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now three big things you need to know. The top stories we're following this hour. A crooked store on Siebenthaler Avenue in Harrison Township was robbed earlier this evening by two men. We've also learned that an employee of that cell phone store was tied up. Today, Wright State faculty union members spent their second day on the picket line, and the battle over President Trump's State of the Union address came down to letters going back and forth from the White House to the, to the Speaker of the House's lobby. You have more than 15 minutes from Dayton's top stories. I'm John Tisdale, WHIO Continuing News. Premier Health is proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics as the official sports medicine provider for 42 area schools. We treat more student-athletes than anyone else in the region. From injury prevention, treatment, and sports performance, our team of board-certified sports medicine and orthopedic physicians, athletic trainers, and rehabilitation specialists offer a comprehensive program focused on the goals of each athlete. To learn more or to find a Premier Health sports medicine specialist, visit premierhealth.com slash sportsmed. Premier Health, taking care to a higher level. Joseph Chevrolet. Leon Colrain is still partying this new year with gigantic savings. Hi, it's Chris and Janine. 1,000 vehicles in stock. No money down. What? No payments until spring. What? Free lifetime warranty on all new 2019 Chevys. Free oil changes for the first three years. Get the 2019 Cruze just $99 a month. They must be a little tipsy. <laughs> Find new roads at josephchevrolet.com. Joseph Chevrolet on Colrain. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now at 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into Flanagan's Pub for the last time tonight. We're coming to you live. I'm John Bedell. He's Keith Walskowski, and you're you. We're coming to you live from Flanagan's. It's a place where we do not... As in, don't tweet recruits. Just don't do it, you weirdos. They're going to decide where they want to go on their own. They don't need your help. Uh, Dayton Loser tonight, 67-63. You can join us here at Flanagan's. You can call us up at 457-1290. You can jump on my mentions at WHIO, Or you can take advantage of the Bud Light Mike. We'll go to Tom and Kettering. Hi, Tom. Yeah, uh, uh, gentlemen. Um, it seems like 
when we start our action at the end of a, you know, a period or a, a time clocks running out or something like that, seems like we start too late. Um, you know, uh, uh, I know the idea, but if but if you start with nine seconds left, and there's any kind of disruption in what you're doing at all, you you don't have time to get off anywhere near a decent shot. So, Keith, what do you what do you think about that? I, generally, you do go about nine ten seconds is when you wanna is when you wanna go. Um, Obviously, depending upon the situation, uh, if you make something, you, you don't want to give the other team any type of, uh, uh, of an opportunity to get a shot off. Um, you know, Lord knows even desperation, half court, three-quarter court shots can go in, so you, you don't want to leave anything. Um, you just want to leave yourself an opportunity to take one shot and then possibly get an offensive rebound uh, and get something in a scramble if that. Uh, but you're right, and that's, that's the point of defense. That's where we've been giving George Mason credit. They did disrupt a lot of stuff for us today. Uh, especially trying to, like, uh, at the end, trying to get uphill. You know, they got, had guys that plugged the lane. They plugged the gaps. They cut us off and, uh, and forced us to shoot from outside from where we were struggling tonight. And uh, so you got to give them a lot of credit. Uh, thanks. Yep. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, it's uh, Flyers Therapy Wednesday tonight as uh, Dayton drops to 8-2 at UD Arena. Uh, they are now uh, they lost the last two to the George Mason Patriots. Keith, series-wise, Dayton leads at 7-2, and the Patriots before tonight were 0 for UD Arena. They were 0 for 4 all time, and as you might remember as Flyers fans, to, as you might remember Flyers fans, easy enough for me to say, the last time they played was on Valentine's Day last year. That, up to that point, Keith, who boy, that was such an ugly one in Fairfax. That was the most lopsided loss of the season to date for the Flyers. They lost 85-67 in Fairfax. That, as you might remember, is where Anthony sat to start us for the last five minutes, and that was the uh, most Flyers had been blowed out by uh, until they went to Rody like two weeks later and lost by five. Oops. But that was a really good Rody Rams team uh, yeah. in their defense. Hey, if there's any bright spot, at least VCU lost tonight. I'm told they lost to uh, uh, the other Rams in the conference, Rhode Island Rams. Uh, so, hey, there's that. At least the race is, the race is close. <laughs> Cleared up that log jam or making that log jam in second place at four and two or wherever they are um, around the conference. So, uh, but uh, hey, this George Mason team, Keith. I mean, on one hand, you got to give him credit for coming in here, and it, it was an ugly offensive game at times. You know, we'll admit, um, you know, sixty-seven, sixty-three. But um, you got to give them credit for at times just defensively, just turning off Dayton's water. I mean, they just yeah. took away everything they wanted to do. Um, they settled for you know, on, on one hand, Dayton. I think they settled for too many threes for my taste and for a lot of people's taste, Keith. You just go to the bucket, and I would have liked to see force-feeding Obi Toppin because, because, Keith, there was multiple times during the game where they had Jordan Miller on Obi, and he looked like he was about a full head shorter than Obi, and Toppin was just straight up, Keith, out-muscling Miller. It was not a fair fight. He was just swatting the kid aside. Like he was a rag doll down in the post and just blowing by him at times. And I thought I even tweeted at one point, force feed mm-hmm. top and Mason has no one. Even when you go up to like Kalix and some of their other you know center forward types, has no one to stop top. And I would have just force fed Obi in that second. Uh, you know I I think the same thing, especially in a game where you're missing. You know pound it inside, see if see if there's anything you can do. And if Obi's got a mismatch and he takes advantage of it and he. He makes a few baskets. Uh, you know, they were doubling. They would double on him. They would double on Josh. 
Um, but when you put the ball inside and, and you force them to do that, and that's their defense, they're going to they're gonna double. I think our guys generally do a good job of kicking it out and moving the ball around. It puts the defensive team in a scramble and at least leaves yeah. you opportunities to either you know, find a gap, find a, a slot to get to the basket and finish off with a layup. Um, or move it around, make an extra pass. I mean, there was a couple times tonight where we made an extra pass and we ended up, you know, uh, times were few and far between where we made those threes, but yeah. extra pass, open shot where we're stepping in. Those are, those are good shots that you're taking as opposed to settling and forcing and, and taking an uninspired shot. And, uh, you know, I think that's that's where we struggle. But, again, credit to George Mason for, for forcing us to do that. And uh, hopefully we can learn. Hopefully we can uh, not fall into those lulls with, with ourselves. Uh, for the rest of the season. Yeah, as Anthony said, it's one of those lessons that they have to, uh, you know, they just have to keep, unfortunately, keep learning. Uh, take a look around the rest of the league. St. Bonaventure, a winner tonight, 65-51 at UMass. LaSalle, a winner, 73-71 at Fordham in a pillow fight at the bottom of the A-10. Uh, the, the LaSalle Explorers, they're the best 4-14 and team in the country. Watch out. They might be not terrible. Uh, St. Louis, uh, they are in a tight one with Duquesne. Uh, they are down 64-69 at, at Duquesne in Pittsburgh tonight at, with 2.43 left. Uh, Mass, UMass, we just mentioned, is a loser. Richmond, a loser tonight. Uh, they drop 74-70 at St. Joe's. Davidson gets a win, 73-62 over GW. And VCU lost to the aforementioned Rhode Island Rams, 71-65 in the Battle of the Rams in Kingston tonight. And we just mentioned that uh, we covered... St. Joe's, Fordham, and, of course, George Mason, Rhodey, and Duquesne. So, uh, busy night in the A-10, Keith, if my math is correct, I believe. Almost, if not everybody, is playing across the league tonight. And now, as we mentioned, look, it's a frustrating loss for the Dayton Flyers, dropping to this George Mason Patriots team that is just streaking atop the A-10 right now at 6-1. and one. But I forget if it's an Archie Millerism or a Brian Gregoryism. Who it, who it is escapes me, but you can't let – George Mason beat you twice. And now, Keith, it's on to Fordham. Right. You watch the film. You learn from this one. And, uh, you know, losing to Fordham, it's something you don't want to do at Rose Hill or anywhere for that matter. It's ill-advised to lose to that Rams program. But you just got to rebound. And now you, you turn your attention to the Bronx on Saturday. And here we go get a win on at 2 in the afternoon on Saturday. That's right. And you, we can't compound the mistake either, right? We can't, we can't feel so bad about this loss and so bad for ourselves that we turn it into a loss on Saturday too, right? We, we got to figure out a way to dig out of the hole and, okay, it happened, and tomorrow we're going to get back to work and not act like it didn't happen, but learn from the mistakes. Let's go get back to playing Dayton basketball. Uh, you know, let's look at the things that we did right earlier in the year and what we excelled at and what we did, how we were effective, and let's get back to that. Yep. Dayton Flyers weren't real terribly effective at really much anything tonight, and it cost them a game. 67-63, they lose to George Mason. One more time. Our next game is Tuesday afternoon at Fordham. Our coverage starts at 1. Larry has the call at 2, and we will see you on the air afterwards for Flyer feedback. So we will see you on the radio Saturday afternoon, Flyers fans. Until then, for my Hall of Fame partner, Keith Walskowski, I'm John Bedell saying thanks for listening, everybody, and go Flyers. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.